Hey teacher friends, I'm Anna Dugan and you're listening to the Teacher Refuge Podcast, a place where weary teachers can find a few moments of refuge and feel seen, heard, and valued. I'm so glad you're here. Come on in for a quick reminder that you're a whole person who matters and that you are more than just a teacher. All right, at the risk of sounding really redundant, I think I've made it clear that I did not do a great job while I was in the classroom of paying attention to what was going on in my own life. I spent a lot of energy trying to downplay it or push it aside or just pretend it wasn't happening or looking around at other people's stories and saying, well, at least it's not that bad, just so that I could continue on. And I have come to realize that I think this is a pattern amongst a lot of people. I don't think that that is special to me. I think many of us as humans do that. And I think there is a special measure of effort that teachers take to ignore or downplay or push aside what's going on in their own lives while they're trying to be a teacher. The job of a teacher is very demanding. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of different relationships that we're balancing. And it's very easy and very tempting in that role to ignore what's really going on with your own life. And I am a prime example of someone who did that over and over and over again to my own detriment. Part of it is the way that I'm wired. I don't like being outward with what's really going on um, so that that part is just kind of natural to me, but I do feel like there's this pressure for teachers to push on and be flexible and keep going and be resilient and make the best of it. And for those of us who are in the role of teacher, we do care. We care about the relationships that we have with our students and with their families. We care about their stories and what's going on with them. We care about our coworkers. We care about the people in our community at large. And for that reason, it's very easy for teachers to put themselves in the background and to think that everyone else matters ahead of them or to think that their story is not as important as the people that are around them. And I saw this play out over and over and over again amongst different schools and different grade levels and different coworkers. There just seemed to be this pattern of all of us kind of pushing aside what was really going on, pushing aside really hard diagnoses that people had gotten or losses of parents or children and really, really hard life stuff that was going on and kind of pushing that aside for the sake of the job. And of course, part of that is necessary. We can't just go around um, always thinking and talking about the really hard stuff of life. None of us would go very far with that. But there was also this temptation to kind of prove your strength, prove you could keep going, prove you could come back to school as soon as possible. And today I want to talk about this pattern or habit that a lot of us have fallen into and how it's just not good for us. We have to be thinking about what's going on in our own lives besides just how can I put this aside so that I can keep moving on. 
A few months after I left the classroom, I lost my dad very suddenly. He died without a whole lot of warning. And thankfully at that point, I was not teaching. So I actually had a few moments to think about what was going on and to kind of look at the grief and deal with it and feel it and move through that process, both with my family and personally. And I started to realize that me downplaying my own grief was not helpful. It actually wasn't peace that like I thought it would give me if I just tried to kind of push it aside or remind myself that other people had really hard stories too. And while all that is true, it wasn't until I realized that I actually have to name that my loss is a loss. Sure, there are a lot of people who have lost their dads. And there are also a lot of things in life that are way worse than losing a dad who is older in years and all of those things. But I came to realize that no one had ever lost my dad and that there was significance in that. That I could easily walk around and find people that had harder lives than mine. I could easily just think about the good times or the things that I'm grateful for or how I was glad that he didn't suffer long and all of these things that I could easily say, which can be legitimate things. But when I'm doing that instead of actually naming what was going on and actually dealing with the fact that this was my story and that that was okay for me to deal with it and to be sad about it and to look at it for what it was, and not to have to make myself feel better about it. I came to realize that that was a much more helpful and healthy way to deal with life. So today I do want to talk about this fact that your story matters. There's three little things I want to say about that statement. The first one is that ignoring your own life is not strong or humble. We get this message that just being able to grin and bear it or push through or be resilient or kind of fake this, oh, well, you know, at least it wasn't this humility, then that that's just not helpful. And it's not true. Making saying those things or ignoring it or kind of plugging your ears and just moving on is not strong. It's just pushing it aside and not dealing with it. And there's not a sense of humility. It's actually a sense of pride to say, I don't really need anyone else, or I don't really need to deal with this like other people do. Or other people may need to kind of think through their story, but I don't really need to do that. But ignoring it does not help. The second thing I want to say is that acknowledging your story does not negate or downplay someone else's. Just because you have a hard thing and someone else has a harder thing going on, both of those can be true at the same time. Acknowledging your own story does not mean that someone else's story is not hard. And it does not mean that you don't care about someone else's story or that you aren't being empathetic to someone else. But acknowledging your own story for what it is, naming the actual grief, the actual pain and just stopping there with the acknowledgement does not downplay 
or overshadow someone else's heart. It's so tempting for us to look around and say, well, at least I don't have it that way, or I feel bad complaining when someone else has this going on. And while that can be compassionate to acknowledge other people's pain, acknowledging your own does not negate theirs. You can do both. You can hold the tension of having your own hard things while people around you may have something going on that seems even harder. And the third thing I wanna say is that reflecting on your story can lead you down a path towards wholeness and beauty. You have two choices when you're looking at your hard things and when you're kind of dwelling on what's happened to you and really reflecting on it and staring it straight in the face. And those two choices are either take the path towards beauty and wholeness where you see the pain that has come into your life and you see the things that are there that would not have been there otherwise. And it's not that you have to jump up and down and be grateful for the hard things in your life, but you can see it for what it is. And you can see how the things that have happened have made you more gracious and empathetic and compassionate towards other people. The other option when you're staring at your, at your hard thing is to kind of spiral into bitterness and being the victim. And you have a choice in that. Naming your hard things is not the same as throwing a big pity party. So there are two choices that you can make as you look at your own story. So today, as you leave, I want you to be thinking and being, rem being reminded that your story matters. Ignoring it is not strong or humble. Acknowledging your story does not negate someone else's. And reflecting on it can lead you towards beauty and wholeness rather than bitterness. So as we go, I want you to have a moment of refuge where you think about the fact that your story matters. No one else has your same story. Every moment that has led you here matters. Your hard is hard. Your loss is loss. Your joy is joy. Your stress is stress. Your peace is peace. As you spend your time and energy entering into so many other stories. Just remember that yours matters too. May the reminder that you matter bolster your heart to continue on. May the journey you've been on be full of signposts pointing to the fact that you are held and loved and not alone. Your story and journey matter just as much as everyone else's. May you extend the same grace to yourself that you give so freely to those around you. Your story has an eternal purpose and you are not meant to ignore it. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode of the Teacher Refuge Podcast. Before you go, I'd like to ask you for two favors. One, would you subscribe to the podcast so that you could be alerted when new episodes are available? Secondly, 
connect with us online. I'd love to have you be a part of the community that is there, that is specifically for teachers who are looking for a space to grow in their own self-knowledge and also to find just a bit of renewal in the midst of a stressful life that I know for sure you probably have. <laughs> I'd love to help come alongside you as well as you seek to be a more whole person. You can find us at the Teacher Refuge on Facebook and on Instagram. Thanks again for joining me, and I will be with you again in the next episode. I'm wishing you a bit of refuge today.